If you're interested in understanding more deeply the nuances, how things aren't black and white. If you're interested in questions without answers. If you like figuring it out for yourself, then you've come to the right place. I'm Sean of Dr. Sean Explains, and I approach things differently because I'm methodical. I'm an engineer. I have some medical knowledge, as I'm a doctor, and hopefully I could put those things together to give us some insight into this delightful world we live in. So today we'll talk about a way out from the coronavirus pandemic, part two. Last time we talked about testing for the virus itself. Today we're talk about immunity. So made the headlines recently, New Zealand, a small island country, can they eliminate the coronavirus? I actually don't like this article. Um, they said they had the sort of strictest measures in any Western country, and I'm not sure what exactly that means. They closed schools and non-central businesses, except for shrug shopping, and I said close to home. I don't know, that's pretty similar to a lot of what's being done in the U.S. Not very strict, I would say, compared to what's going on in the rest of the world. Like India, where people are, you know, getting hit, beaten, or disobeying. Somebody threatened to shoot them. I think Indonesia as well. But anyways, let's say they did eliminate the virus. Good for them. Then what? You wouldn't allow anybody else in? I mean, you wouldn't know whether anybody else has it, right? That's the problem. So, would you let somebody in with a 14-day quarantine? Are they exposing other people? What if it takes longer than 14 days? If you're going to remove all distancing measures, you have to be awfully sure it's not being introduced somehow. I think that's the difficulty. And that's sort of the thing I would say that's the difficulty with this idea of, you know, having your own protective little bubble. Because at some point the bubble is going to break. And then what? Then you're, if you're not working on any other measures, if you're just happy there in your little bubble, a lot of people are going to die. So if you look in China, this idea of immunity, they already have a certificate in a sense, this little barcode. So it's saying that they're green, they're clean, but obviously that's not really true. Uh, China's having more people spread it currently. So, I mean, it's just based on sort of contact as far as they know, but the idea is that China hasn't tested everybody. There could be people who have it that don't know, other people who habit that don't know and what if you don't figure it out the key is immunity there's a report in the bay area saying a town in marin county it's one of the richest counties is going to offer every resident test some of the stories say that everybody's going to get a test that's not true they're not forcing on some people they're going to have one or two options. They're going to get tests at the finger stick, a little bit of blood to test for an antibody, and also a test that's a normal PCR, the nasal pharyngeal swab that everybody's gotten. And they say it's going to give them data, but I'm not clear how much data it's going to give them. So you have two numbers on a little town that's pretty remote. What does this tell you? 
there's not much else you could do with your little pinprick after this, right? I think, you know, you have a little sample of blood, and you're going to use it for your point of care test, and that's sort of about it. There's no more tests. Say you find something interesting. What can you do? You can't do any more testing. Germany has a different technique. And of course, they just want to work in America, where the people don't trust the government uh, institutions. You know, there's, I was reading one article about the testing in you know, Marin, and one resident was like, I don't, I'm suspicious. They say they're not going to keep my DNA, but they, they definitely will. So not everybody's going to get tested, that's sort of obvious. But the thing is, what about testing people randomly? So this story behind this is, you know, this, well, they introduce it by saying there's a guy who has a doorbell ring, and there's a doctor, and there's a policeman, and he says, I didn't do it, right? And he laughed, but he, he, the question posed to him is, can you test his blood for antibodies every month or a year starting next week? And so the idea is, it's helping get data for science. And he said, of course he wants to help. I think that's very different, right, in terms of the philosophy in Germany, where people feel like they're in it together. And so they're trying to understand how many had the virus, but I think it's more than just understanding how many had the virus. They're trying to figure out a lot of stuff. And the thing is, they're trying to figure out what is immunity? Is it even possible? Right? There are different antibodies, as we talked before. There's lots of parts of the virus that you can have an antibody to. Which ones are relevant? Which ones are not? Which ones are protective? Which ones do a little bit? Which ones do absolutely nothing? It's like we get bumps in response to the mosquito bites. The bumps actually don't help us fight off the mosquito in the future. Obviously, right? It's a reaction, but it's not useful. I mean, <laughs> unless you say it reminds us that we're allergic to mosquitoes and we should beware of mosquitoes. So the idea I find is, you know, we've got to find some of these unicorns, people that are actually immune. Because if you look at it, right, there's a lot of diseases we actually don't get immunity to. The common cold, they say there's lots of different viruses, but we could get the same virus over and over again. HIV, well, I guess nobody's really recovered, so then you can't talk about immunity in the first place, other than the people who just cannot get it, right? Because they have a mutation. Chickenpox, shingles, same thing, right? Um, well, we don't recover, we get it again, or we don't really get it again, just reactivates. What exactly does the coronavirus do? Does it go away? Does it just sort of hide somewhere so you, you don't know it's hiding out, but you just can't see it? That's a very good question, right? These are very difficult to answer questions, and we can't answer questions without data. And we're prohibited from doing certain tests, right? I mean, if you study somebody, if you study a large group of people, and you give them the virus, and you sort of see what happens afterwards, test their antibodies, see what antibodies they have, try to give them the virus again. But, you know, in our society nowadays, we don't do stuff like that. We don't believe in testing on people. And it's difficult to test on animals, because, you know, there's some thought, well, did this get go from animals in the first place? We're good to animals, but if a mutation comes back, even worse to us. But this is a way of getting data. 
this is where observational studies come into play, right? They're just observing some stuff to see if they can make any sort of connections. Find anything that makes any sense. Find a path to guide us to maybe finding a vaccine. So I think it's really early to talk about vaccines. We don't even understand this concept of immunity, whether it works or not. And again, it's easy enough to just say, hey, you know, who says they're immune? Okay, let's try to give you the virus again. Because we don't want to cause people harm and, you know, but I think there's a lot of questions that could be answered. So if they could get the virus again, do they get it badly? Is it just a mild case? If it's just a mild case, I think that's not bad, right? We know they're still infectious, probably, but they're not going to be seriously injured. Maybe if they get it, they will be severely injured. Then we're like, okay, well, we learned something. Part of the immune, or you maybe you can't even be immune. And if you get it again, yeah, not any better the second time around. The problem is data. Collecting information, there's a lot of conjecture. And that's the difference, they say, between modern medicine and whatever existed back in the day. You may come up with some ideas. They may make a lot of sense. Everything may be pointing to the fact that your theory is correct, but until you test it, it doesn't mean anything. Because it could be wrong. We don't understand fully. We don't understand anything fully. And it's not like math where you have these things that we understand. Medicine is not math. Science is not math. There's many, many cases when people were sure they're right and were absolutely wrong. Testing. In a different sense. This is testing to get data to see if you can make rhyme or reason out of this mess and hopefully come up come up with a way to get us out of this mess called a coronavirus pandemic.